But what I've found in my life is that an absence of does not cure anxiety. You don't need an absence. You need a presence. You don't need less. You need more. And the presence you need is Jesus. Life Audio. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Questions with Caden. My name is Caden Fabrizio, and I'm so honored that you clicked on this podcast. Um, If this is your first time to Questions with Caden, essentially what this podcast is, is it is a podcast where every single episode we ask one question, dissect it deeply, and hopefully give you an answer or lead you into a way of thinking that allows you to seek God for an answer to this question. Um, This is our second season. This is our third episode in our second season, and we're having a blast. We're just having so much fun. I'm hoping you guys are enjoying the second season. I want to shout out Life Audio for sponsoring this this podcast and really helping us take this thing to new heights. It's been awesome um, having them aboard, and uh, if you want to check out other podcasts like this, you can go to lifeaudio.com. But today, we have um, a really cool, really good day, a really cool conversation today. and truthfully, I keep saying this, like I said this in the first episode, I said this in the second episode, and I'm going to say it again in the third episode. It's a big day um, because not only are we in studio in Pasadena, California with you and me media right now, um, where uh, just just real quickly, actually, let me let me take one second before I say anything else today. The people at you and me media, uh, they have believed in this podcast beyond measure. Like they have just poured their hearts and soul into this podcast. Courtney, um, one of the owners is just amazing. And this space is such a blessing to us. And so, um, I do want to let you know if you are in Pasadena and you have any sort of media, um, or podcasting or photo needs um, for a studio space, you can go to youandmemedia.co and check out their website. And you can rent this space that I'm in. Like, this is not just an exclusive space. You can rent it. And they have really good pricing. um, And you would love it. It's beautiful in here. It's a blessing to be in here. So I just wanted to shout them out real quick because um, what you learn uh, doing stuff like this and what you learn in life is that it's not really about how fast you can go, but it's more so about uh, who you can do it with. I don't know if you've ever heard the saying, um, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. And God has been so uh, gracious to me in my life over the past couple of years with all the relationships he's put in my life of people that I get to run with and that I get to do life with. Because um, the goal for me is never to do anything fast, but it's to do um, everything well and to go far with what God has given me. So I just wanted to shout them out. I just wanted to say thank you to them for believing in us at this at Questions with Caden, um, for getting behind us just like Life Audio did and uh, letting this podcast go to new heights. So uh, it's just me today. We do not have a guest, but uh, we do have a good announcement, a pretty exciting announcement, one I've talked about for two seasons now, one that I have teased left and right, back and forth and up and down. Uh, We officially have podcast merch. Let's go, somebody. The merch is out right now. We have two different hats. We have T-shirts, and we have hoodies. You can go to CadenFabrizio.com to get your merch. I'm just so pumped, dude. Like, if you guys know me, if you follow along on social media, uh, if you just, I don't know, if you just kind of picked up on uh, stuff about me since we started this podcast, I love fashion. Like, I genuinely have always loved fashion. It's been one of my first passions since I was a kid. 
Um, and so to create podcast merch that I designed, actually, I didn't pay anybody to design it. I designed every single piece. Um, it's so exciting to me. It's super exciting. And then the second thing I want to tell you guys about the merch, we had, uh, we sourced and found the best quality, uh, blanks that we could print on possible. Like I told, um, I told the people that helped me do merch, the merch team, I was like, listen, guys, I don't want to. I don't want to print merch on anything that I wouldn't wear. And I have high standards for quality. Like I'm, I would rather spend $40 on a nice t-shirt than, than $20 on just like a, a crappy, not good quality t-shirt. Cause I'm like, dude, in two months, I'm going to throw this thing away. So we worked really hard at finding, um, a garment that is high quality and is one that like I am excited to wear. So my merch is on the way. Um, and I'm excited to get it and get it in hand and be able to show you guys. But the site is live. You can go to KadenFabrizio.com, click shop, and um, you literally can shop merch. Buy it, purchase it, and wear it. There's a couple things I'm really excited about. There's two hats we have. One says your questions don't scare Jesus on it, and the other one says ask away. And uh, I, des- I like I said, I designed every piece, and so it's really exciting for me to be able to like, put this out to you guys and say, hey, hopefully you enjoy these pieces. Hopefully you're excited to wear them. Hopefully... Uh, they get other people excited about the podcast and then you feel like, Hey, I am part of this QWC family. Um, because if it weren't for you guys, I couldn't make merch and I couldn't sell it and I couldn't give it to you guys. So I'm very excited. And then the last thing about the merch too, is it's one of those things that's really going to help the podcast It's really going to help me. Um, it helps support what's going on here financially. So if you like believe in this podcast, if you go, Hey, this podcast has spoken to me so much. The Lord has used this podcast to bless my life, to encourage me. Um, it's really taken my relationship with God to new heights. And you're like, hey, I just, you know, I, I want this podcast to be around. Uh, potentially think about merch. This is a good option to help support the podcast. Anyway, let's talk about today's question. Uh, let me look at my list. Did I do everything I'm supposed to do? Courtney and Mike are not here today. Courtney is traveling, and so is Mike, actually. So this is the first um, podcast I've done by myself in a while, like a really long time. And so it feels a little weird. Nobody's in the room. It's kind of just you and me today. We're sitting down, just having a conversation. But because of that, I got to make sure I'm not missing anything. Um, Yes, this is a big one. If you love our podcast, make sure that you're subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on Spotify. subscribe Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. The network was just telling me, actually, this is like... I'm learning all this new stuff, but the network was just telling me that downloads matter in terms of um, helping this podcast grow. And so uh, when you subscribe on a platform like Spotify or like Apple Podcasts, you actually, it automatically downloads when you subscribe and it actually helps the podcast out every single week. So again, if you're like, hey, I love this podcast, I never want to miss an episode, but I also want to support it. Just clicking the subscribe button, like simply, it takes two seconds Helps us out so much, like more than you would ever really even know. Um, And then, yeah, that's the last thing. Uh, While you're going and buying merch, make sure you drop your email in the newsletter at cadenfabrizio.com because the newsletter is coming out weekly now, and it has a lot of really cool stuff on it. It has uh, weekly content reminders, merch drops, uh, exclusive bonus content so last week we actually released an exclusive bonus episode to the news uh to the newsletter subscribers and it was just a conversation with me and andrew carter talking about his experience in jail like he went to prison and it was his experience what it was like and uh, what god did in it what it what he taught 
him through it. And it's a really fun conversation too. A fun fact, we actually finished our combo. We finished the episode and we were just sitting here chatting. Um, and we ended up getting on this topic about Jay. On, I, I started asking him questions and Courtney goes, Hey, we got to turn these mics back on. Cause it's a really good combo. So you're really that, that bonus content is a really raw, open conversation where we just talk about uh, life, his, his experience in jail. So it's a really cool combo. It's, it's one of my favorites. And it's just really open and raw. So if you want bonus content like that, stuff like that happens all the time. And um, bonus content will come out weekly. Like I, if there's not a bonus episode, there'll be a bonus video from me of me just hanging out with you guys and talking. So uh, be sure to subscribe to the newsletter and get really get yourself involved. If you love this podcast, get yourself involved. There's no reason to not be uh, fully up to date and aware of the stuff that's going on. All right, let's jump into today's combo. Today's combo is... Um, it's a special one for me, and it's one I'm really excited about um, because I, I I just I'm just gonna be really honest and open this this podcast because I um, feel like we haven't had a chance to just sit down and talk just us since season two launch. We've had guests, we've had a lot of stuff going on, and this is our first solo episode where it's just me. And so I feel like it's time for a little update, a little catch up. But really, I think it's time just to be vulnerable and just have a really good conversation, almost as friends and. And talk about some things that I went through and a lot of people are going through. Today we're, ask, we're asking the question, why am I anxious? And you can even uh, scratch that title and put, can I ever not be anxious? Uh, if that might be your question you're asking. Um, and I, I haven't talked about this much, but I, I went on the Trevor's Talk podcast um, a couple weeks ago. The episode came out last week. And we started talking about mental health. And we started talking about anxiety. And um, talking with friends this week and talking with people in my life, I've started to realize how many people actually struggle with anxiety. And I've never talked about this much, but I went through a season in my life where I really, really, really struggled with anxiety. And uh, thank God I'm free and been set free from that. And I just want to talk today a bit about anxiety, a bit about the, um, the belief that I have and that I believe scripture supports that um, you don't have to be anxious. You're not an anxious person. Anxiety is not who you are. Anxiety is not in your DNA. But you're a child of God who lives in peace and can be healed. And I would even argue is already. You just need to step into it. And so today, I just kind of want to talk a bit about my story with anxiety, maybe give you guys some tips on what helped me uh, overcome anxiety and those chains broke off my life. Um, Because I'm believing today that this episode, um, the same thing's going to happen for you. I have so many people in my life that struggle with anxiety, and I think there's a lot of people that are beginning to understand and realize that they struggle with anxiety. And I want to be clear, um, you get stressed sometimes doesn't mean you struggle with anxiety. Like I think we've often um, maybe over-categorized anxiety, and we've started to label our things, label our lives um, things that it's not. And so we go, oh, I struggle with anxiety and, I, and, I, and I'm, a, I'm an anxious person now, and that's the lie the enemy is speaking to you, but really, you're just a little overwhelmed and a little stressed. Um, but with that being said, I don't want to negate the people that do struggle with anxiety, and it is a daily battle for them. And um, so I just kind of want to talk about that today. So we have a foundational scripture today that's massively important um, and kind of going to help us unpack this question, um, why am I anxious or can I ever not be anxious? It's Psalms 4, 7 through 8, and it says, You have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvest of grain and new wine. In peace I will lie down and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, will keep 
me safe. And I, I love this verse because a lot of people don't realize that anxiety is actually a natural response uh, that God has given us. Anxiety is actually a trigger for survival in our lives, but often it's triggering way too often and way too much. Um, and this verse really reminds us what God has given us is greater joy. And he has an abundant harvest of grain and wine, aka he has an abundant harvest of the things that you need. And in peace, I will lie down and sleep for you alone, O Lord, O Lord, will keep me safe. And often we're anxious because we don't feel that safety. Is my job going to fall through? Am I going to fail? Uh, am I going to be rejected? Uh, there's all those questions that, that run through our mind that bring the anxiety. So let's just pray right now and ask Holy Spirit to really speak through me and in this conversation the things he wants you to hear today because I'm believing you're going to be encouraged. Lord, we just love you so much, Father, and I'm just so grateful um, for this podcast. I'm grateful to do this podcast. Um, I'm grateful that we get to do things like merch and uh, be in a cool studio and have amazing guests on and uh, all the stuff that you're doing, Father. But even more than that, God, I'm just grateful that uh, you speak, Lord. And so, Holy Spirit, I just pray peace over this podcast today, Lord. I pray that you would speak through me, God. Let my voice be your voice today for the next 20 minutes, God. And I just pray that um, something would shift. Yeah, God, something would shift inside of people today. New revelation will be birthed that would break off the chains of fear, anxiety, stress in the name of Jesus. We love you so much, Lord. It's in your name we pray. Amen. So today, like I said, I don't have... Um, like a, a, I don't have notes. I don't have, I didn't write down any ideas. I simply wanted to sit down and go, Hey, do you struggle with anxiety? Are you anxious? I was once too. And talk to you guys about what that was like in my life, where it came from, when it started, how I was set free. And then some tips that, um, I experienced that helped me get free of that. When I was a, a, a sophomore or junior in college, I really started experiencing anxiety for the first time in my life. Um, I'm very much so an outgoing person, very much so a people person. If you're an Enneagram person listening, I'm an Enneagram 7. Um, and so what that really means is I have always enjoyed being around people. I've always enjoyed uh, loving people. I've enjoyed big groups of people. I always enjoyed uh, meeting new people and making new friends and being put in new situations, being adventurous. And when I was about a sophomore in college or a junior, uh, it had all stopped. I went from being a person that actually would look forward to meeting new people to being so socially anxious that I didn't even want to be around the people that I knew. And it was this thing that I look back on now and I, I, in the time, in the moment, I wasn't really able to put like words to what was happening to me. I just knew I wasn't myself and I wasn't the best version of myself. And I, I really struggled to kind of figure out what was happening. It's actually a funny story. I have this peace tattoo on my, my wrist. And I talked about this briefly in the Trevor Talks podcast, but I'll go into more detail on this one. Um, I have a lot of tattoos and this peace tattoo was my second tattoo. And at the time I was dating somebody um, and I was really like starting to get involved in social media um, started to get involved in uh, what it looked like to be a fashion influencer um, and to do those things. And my life started to speed up a bit. I started to gain a following. The girl I was dating at the time, she had a following. We started working together. Um, and when I was a, a sophomore and junior in college, I was working at a church. I was working at Starbucks. And I was helping do this social media business with me and, and my girlfriend at the time. And uh, I wasn't good. Like I was not 
in a good space. I was super anxious. I was stressed all the time. I wasn't sleeping well. I wasn't eating well. I wasn't working out anymore. Um, and I remember one day just being like, man, I'm so like, I couldn't put words to it. I never said I was anxious, but I was like, man, I just, I just, I just need some peace in my life. Like I really just want some peace. So I end up for some reason thinking like, okay, I'm going to get this tattoo, this peace tattoo, because I want this, this reminder that Jesus is peace. But what's funny is I actually didn't need the reminder. I knew that, but what I was seeking for was actual, like what I was looking for was actual peace in my life. Like I was so anxious that I just wanted to look down at my wrist in times when I couldn't stop the thoughts and I couldn't stop the anxiety and look down at my wrist and be like, oh, there's some peace. Because I was grasping at straws and I was trying to figure out what was wrong with me, why Mr. Outgoing, Mr. Life of the Party couldn't walk in a room with his friends he grew up with without just his crazy mind thoughts running through his head. And the what I'm able to come to now and I'm able to understand now is what I was experiencing was not just anxiety because um, that was something that I struggled with, but it was anxiety because I was completely outside the will of God. Uh, I was ignoring what I knew I was called to do. I was in a relationship I shouldn't have been in. I was acting in ways I shouldn't have acted in. I was prioritizing things in my life that were not really priorities. Um, I was neglecting the relationships in my life that were important. Um, and I was doing a lot of things that to the world looked good. Like I was making good money. I was making strides. I was growing on Instagram. Um, I was getting in rooms with people with lots of followings. I was doing all those things, but none of the priorities and none of the things in my life were straightened out. And so I was a mess. I wasn't who God had made me to be. And so I think often when we're looking at anxiety and we're going, why am I anxious? I think the first thing I would say is, let's look at what your life looks like and what God has called you to do. Are you in the lane that God has called you to be in? The other day I was at CrossFit and um, I'm not gonna talk about CrossFit again, I swear. I was at the gym and I was rowing and we're doing a rowing workout. And I, I don't know if you don't know anything, there's these row machines where you have to pull and um, the row workout was, a, was simply a race for fun to like, get people competitive. And what I realized is I was, I was racing this guy next to me. And every time I looked over at him, I realized that my rower actually slowed down. I would lose RPMs. And that's kind of the same thing that might be going on in the life of uh, somebody who is potentially anxious right now. I would say is you're not in the right lane. Like you're racing people next to you you were never meant to run against. And so you're feeling behind, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling like almost this feeling I had was like, I don't belong here. Yeah, dude, you don't belong here. This is not where God has called you to be. You're trying to be somebody you're not. And so as I'm a sophomore and I'm a junior in college, I can look back now and go, I was trying to be somebody I was never called to be. I was, I was searching to be what the world promised would be successful and happy. When in reality, what God had called me to do, which is what I'm doing now with my life, it just took a roundabout way to get there. What he actually called me to do was actually going to be the thing that was going to feel and be the most fulfilling for my life. It wasn't going to be any of the other things that I chased or that I promised myself or let the world promise or let the enemy promise were going to be the things that were going to give me fulfillment and joy. So when I was in that space, struggling with anxiety, I, I really was searching for anything that could give me comfort and give me peace. And so 
um, like if you if you know a lot about me and a lot of people know this, like I I really like shoes and I really like boots a lot, but I really enjoy shoes. And and that time of my life, um, I was I was making good money, and I wasn't feeling good, and so I I started just buying as many shoes as I could. Like I started just being like, okay, maybe I just need to get a new pair of like exclusive sneakers a month maybe that's gonna make me feel better like maybe that'll be the thing that's gonna help this just this feeling I have go away so I I spent thousands of dollars on shoes and clothing and trips and all these things that they didn't do anything they didn't ever for moments I opened a new pair of shoes like this is awesome and then that flee that that's fleeting that didn't last ever so what, why I tell you that is I think there's a large portion of us who, when we struggle with anxiety, that uh, what we're trying to do when we are anxious is fill that void, uh, fill, find a way, grasp at straws, find something that's going to bring us peace. When reality is there's nothing that's going to bring you peace. There's nothing in this world except for Jesus that's going to bring you peace. And I was talking to a friend the other day who who was struggling with anxiety, and and um, they kept saying things like, maybe I just need to get this out of my life, or I just need to take this off my plate, or maybe I have too much on my plate, or too much going on, or maybe I just need to do this, or I just need to get rid of that, or uh, the relationship I'm in isn't good, and maybe that's true, um, but I just maybe I just need to switch up my job, maybe I just need to maybe all these things just need to like leave my life. And what I realized is that a lot of people think that anxiety, the cure to anxiety is going to be an absence of something in your life. So people are searching for things that are going to create an absence of fear, discontentment, stress, um, rejection, and worry. Those are the things that people are trying to find things that will make an absence of. But what I've found in my life is that an absence of does not cure anxiety. You don't need an absence. You need a presence. You don't need less, you need more. And the presence you need is Jesus. The presence you need is knowing him deeply. That is the cure to anxiety. And I know it's like, hey, Cade, this has never been a podcast where you came on and you said like, hey, here's an answer to your question. And it sounded very Christianese, but this does sound very Christianese. Like what you're saying is, oh, I'm anxious. So what I need to do is I must just need to go like I don't, I must not read the Bible enough or I must not spend enough time with Jesus or I must not, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that potentially the awareness of the Holy Spirit that you have, you're unaware of the fact that he is with you and what he can do in your life when you are aware of him. I'm reading this book right now from um, Bill Johnson and in, in this book, it's called Seeking or it's called Hosting the Presence. And in this book, Bill Johnson often refers to hosting the presence of God, hosting the Holy Spirit, like letting a dove sit on your shoulder. And he says, if you had a dove sit on your shoulder and you wanted him to stay on your shoulder, every action that you took would be to make sure this dove never left your shoulder. You'd make sure he was never, he was never irritated. You'd make sure he was never, um, his feathers were never rustled. You would take care of this dove, the way you would move, the way you'd talk, the places you'd go and the things you would do would all be concerned about this dove on your shoulder. And that is how we're supposed to host the presence of Jesus. That is how we're supposed to be aware of the Holy Spirit. When was the last time you felt anxious and in your anxiety, you were aware of the goodness of God? When was the last time that you were anxious and in your anxiety, you started speaking to the Holy Spirit and letting him be present to you? 
When was the last time that when you were anxious, instead of thinking about all the things that were worrying you, all the fear and all the doubt, you actually just started thinking about the, the presence of Jesus, the goodness of him, his faithfulness. Um, last season, I don't know if you listened to this episode, we had Ben Bennett come on the podcast, and Ben talks about um, anxiety and depression um, on a neuro brain basis. That podcast will actually be linked below if you want to listen to it. He does a much better job explaining these things than I do. But what Ben talks about is the fact uh, that this very there's a very crazy statistic and a very crazy fact. Scientifically, they found um, that gratitude and anxiety in the brain cannot exist at the same time. And so often when we're anxious, what we're doing is we're not grateful for things in our life. We're not grateful for the things in our life. We're just worried about the things that were that are not in our life. We're worried about the money we don't have. We're worried about what the people are thinking. We're worried about the rejection. We're worried about we're worried about we're in fear. We're in and those things don't let us think don't let us focus on being grateful, which helps. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. Let's reset our mind to focus on the right things. Because if anxiety and gratitude can't be present in our brains at the same time, then how do we keep ourselves in that mindset of gratitude? I'm so glad you asked that question. Let me tell you. Romans 12.2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world. And I want to stop there for a second because I want you to think about what the pattern of this world is. Think about most of your friends who live in the world and think about what they struggle with. They struggle with, I would, 90% of the people our age, younger or even a little older, struggle with anxiety some form or fear or anger or lust or doubt. So do not conform to those patterns, but instead be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that is one of the things, that is the the first thing that I want to focus on when talking about will I ever be, will I ever stop being anxious? Yes. When you learn to renew your mind. Throughout scripture, we see 
the conversation, we see the verbiage and the language of the heart. We often see the the idea that Jesus lives in our heart, that there will be heart transformation. Uh, but what a lot of people don't know is actually in, in Scripture, when, when uh, Old Testament and New Testament writers are um, talking about the heart, they're actually not talking about the biological heart inside your chest. They're actually mean the mind. And it's a really interesting distinction when you're able to kind of switch those words to our English language and our modern thinking to go, wait, so when Romans 12, 2 is talking about the renewing of your mind, it's the exact same thing that us Christians language likes to give when we're saying the Holy Spirit transforms your heart. The Holy Spirit transforms your mind. He transforms the way you think and the way you process and the way you see. Scripture says that we have access to actually think like Jesus, to the mind of Christ. And so often what, go, what happens when we meet Jesus, we have an encounter with his presence. We don't understand what it looks like to renew our mind daily. It's, it was one of the things, the revelation that actually changed my life. The revelation that broke me free of, of lustful thinking, that broke me free of anxiety, that broke me free of fear, was this idea that I actually don't have to let my thoughts run my life. Because simply, I can allow Holy Spirit to renew the way I think, the way I see, the way I process, simply by asking him to do so. And again, I want to pause because these conversations, and, and I've heard this people even say this, people that are close to my life and that I care about, they go, these conversations frustrate people because they go, hey, I'm anxious, you don't think I've ever prayed. You don't think I've ever like tried this. You don't think I've ever said, hey, God, take away my anxiety. But what I want to teach you today is that uh, everything in the kingdom of God is in partnership with Jesus. And so when we are simply praying and going, Lord, take away my anxiety, and then we go straight back to focusing on those thoughts and thought patterns that, that torment us into anxiety, we're not partnering, partnering with the Lord in our renewing of our mind. It doesn't happen on accident. The renewing of the mind is, is in partnership with the Holy Spirit. Let me give you an example. Uh, a friend of mine used this example the other night at a fire, so I will use this example. Let's say that I walk in a room and immediately I start to be bombarded by thoughts of what if they don't like me? What are they thinking about me? Am I good enough? I need to look a certain way. Make sure I hide all the things I'm, that I'm worried about, the things that I'm not good at. Are they looking at this pimple on my nose? Are they... The, Let's say I walk into a room and those begin to bombard my head. To renew your mind, this is what it looks like. Holy Spirit, those are not your thoughts. So Jesus, would you give me your thoughts? It doesn't matter what they think about me. What do you think about me? And then you begin to speak to yourself the things he thinks about you. You say, Scripture says that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, that I'm chosen, that I'm beloved. And you begin to reset your thinking and renew your mind. It'd be the same if you struggled with pornography and you saw an image that you didn't want to see or you saw, you saw a girl and you, saw, you started having lustful thoughts. You could begin to do the exact same thing. Lord, I do not want to think this way. This is not the way you think about this person. Jesus, give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts of purity. I am righteous. I am clean. I am a saint. I am not a sinner. I, and you can begin to uh, talk about and recite back the things that you've read in Scripture that Jesus says about you. That's how you renew your mind. And 
as you begin to do it and partner with the Lord, it actually starts to become automatic. You actually can, the more you practice it and the more you implement it, it literally becomes automatic. Like you will walk in a room or you'll walk in a situation that would typically make you anxious or maybe when anxiety comes at those times when you aren't expecting it and it's random. You actually, if you've been practicing how to renew your mind, the Holy Spirit actually helps you do it and it actually starts to become automatic. You start to actually battle those things almost on their own. You start to go, oh God, I'm anxious. Everything's going to collapse. And then it, you're able to go, that's not, that's not what God says. No, no, that's not the promises of the Lord. No, 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 that's not the goodness of Jesus. No, 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 that's not. And you're able to f- battle those thoughts and those thought patterns um, in your life. The second thing that I, I would say um, that helped me overcome anxiety was I, I actually started to care uh, about my physical health and my spiritual health and my mental health. I didn't, I stopped being passive with um, my health and started to realize like, hey, if I care so much about my mental health, I should probably care about my spiritual health or maybe vice versa for you. If I care this much about my spiritual health, maybe I should care about my mental health and then maybe I should care about my physical health. Scripture says that we are mind, soul, and body, meaning we are spiritual, mental, and physical. All of these elements are linked. And so when you're not taking care of yourself physically, you're actually neglecting yourself spiritually. When you're neglecting yourself spiritually, you're actually neglecting yourself mentally. When you're neglecting yourself mentally, you're actually neglecting yourself physically. It's this vicious cycle that if you're not taking care of every aspect of your life, something is getting thrown to the wayside. So when I uh, started to understand this idea of renewing my mind so that I could live in the peace of Jesus, the mind of Christ, which is not an anxious mind, by the way. It's a mind full of joy and peace and love and contentment. I started to realize if I care so much about this, maybe I should get healthy. So I started caring about how much I went to the gym. Then I was like, hey, if I care so much about how much I work out, maybe I should care about what I put in my body, like food-wise. So I started caring about my food. And then I started going, hey, if I'm going to spend this much time in the Word every day or this much time at the gym every day, maybe I should spend this much time in the Word every day. And it's this, it's this, this, uh, this ladder. It's almost like these building blocks that the more you do, the more you build on top of each other. And you're going, hey, I care about my mental health. I care about my spiritual health. And now I care about my physical health. And it seems that everything is affecting everything. And that's the way that God designed it. And that's the way, that's the, that's why it is. So I would encourage you, uh, if you're sediment in your life, like if you come home from work anxious and so you decide like, I'm just going to sit in front of the, in, in front of the TV and try and turn my brain off because that's going to help with my anxiety. That's not. Maybe what you should do is go on a prayer walk, get your body moving, care so it cares for your, your physical health, and then talk to Jesus. So not only are you taking care of your spiritual health, you're taking care of your physical health, and I guarantee you, your mental health will perform, will, will increase, will, will advance, will get better. Now the third thing that, and probably is one of the biggest things, or the third biggest thing for me, um, was realizing, like I said earlier, that um, often we want the cure to anxiety to be the absence of something, but it really is not the absence of something, it's the presence of someone. And that's Jesus. But unfortunately, a lot of Western culture 
has lied to us and told us that we need a lot of things in our life um, to help fill voids. And what we ended up doing is in our life in an effort to get rid of things like fear and anxiety and depression and worry and doubt and we can just keep listing them if we wanted to. As we started to actually fill the, our, our life with things to try and get rid of the things in our life that we wanted out. It's almost like we saw, uh, we saw a bucket with a little bit of sand in it. So we decided we'd bury uh, everything else inside that bucket with more sand. And maybe if we had more good sand, we'd get rid of the bad sand. But that's not the truth. And what I would encourage you is that you, there's a lot of things in your life that you have begun to implement, whether you realize it or not, that you implemented in your life for comfort, for um, to be a momentary cure to what you are experiencing. And those may be thought patterns. Those may be ways of eating. Those may be drinking. Those may be marijuana. Those may be drugs. That may be pornography. That may be... Um, hooking up with people, that may be uh, gossip, Uh, it could be a hobby, it could be an activity, it could even be good things that you've put too much faith into. Like if you're going, hey, uh, every time I'm anxious, I just decide I'm going to spend money and go shopping. Like shopping is not a bad thing, but if you're using it to be the cure to your anxiety, it is. And so what I would say is get rid of the comforts in your life. And I talked about this in the Trevor Talks podcast, and I'll go in, I, I want to go into more depth. When I was growing up, my family, we always used to go camping. My dad loved camping. He loved fishing. He loved being outside. And he, he passed that love down to my sister and I. And so it's one of the reasons why still to this day when I need to be alone, when I need to hear the presence of God, when I need to hear his voice, when I just need to process, when my soul just feels like it needs to unplug and reset, I go to the mountains. But every summer, uh, and even throughout the year, we would go camping. And we would find, uh, one of my favorite things we would do is we would pack in our trailer. We'd find the most remote and desolated place we could, uh, get out as far as we could in the Sierra Mountains with no running water, no electricity, no hookups. And we would camp for weeks. And if you've ever been camping, you know that to camp correctly and to have the best time, the first day of camp is actually a lot of work. Like you got to set up camp. You got to get prepared. You have to kind of lay the foundations to be a successful camper. Do all the things you need to do. Unpack the trailer, set up the stoves outside, put the mats down, get the awning up. Um, but one of my jobs was as soon as we pulled in, I would hop out the truck. And as my dad was unhitching the trailer, I would go around and I would, uh, I would crank down the supports underneath the trailer to help the trailer be livable. Uh, If you don't know anything about camping or you don't know anything about um, camping RVs or trailers, uh, you can't actually just park them and then live in them without the supports down because it wouldn't be stable. So for some reason, my parents decided that the best job for a six or seven or eight-year-old would be the hardest job and the most important would be essentially getting under the trailer and cranking these these four to six... um, supports down and so for years I did this and every time I did this I I was in pain I wasn't strong enough I was six seven eight years old maybe nine ten I I wasn't it was a hard job I had a wrench it was not easy to do my back would hurt I always joked that I was the first seven-year-old with chronic back pain because of this and so every time I did this I'd try and find a new method that was more comfortable 
And the the reason I wanted it to be comfortable was because I was trying to get rid of the pain and the discomfort of doing this job. And I tried everything. I tried getting on my knees and the gravel would hurt my knees. I tried um, bringing a chair, but I couldn't get leverage. I wasn't strong enough. Um, I tried laying down on my chest, but again, no leverage. I tried my back, no leverage. Uh, I tried just squatting, but then you can't just sit in a squat like that long. I tried the Tim Tebow one knee, but again, gravel. And one day, I just thought to myself, we had just pulled into the Sierra Mountains. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close on this because I'm realizing this has been 40 minutes of me just rambling. But we, we roll into the Sierra Mountains. And we parked the trailer, and I hop out. And I realize, I'm like, maybe if I just sat down with my legs underneath, sprawled underneath the trailer, I could just sit and crank this the supports down. And so that's what I did. I got out of the trailer. I ran to my job. I knew that my dad liked to move quickly and efficiently. And so I ran to my job. I grabbed the wrench. I sat down. I put my feet under the trailer. And I cranked the first, I, I started to crank down the first support. And I'm almost done cranking down the first support as my dad's unhitching the trailer from his truck, and he looks at me and goes, hey, Cade, get up. That's not safe. It's not a good idea. I know it's more comfortable, but it's not a good idea. Get up. And for some reason, that day I decided to be a good listener for the first time ever in my childhood, and I got up. And as I went to get up, the hitch broke off the truck. The 2,000-ton trailer, yeah, 2,000 tons, I looked it up, 2,000-ton trailer, slammed into the ground. The force of the trailer was so strong slamming into the ground that it threw me back six feet and it buried the front end of the trailer like three or four feet into the ground. And I tell you this because it's a perfect example of our human inclination and desire to seek comfort in all the things in our lives that do not provide us comfort. That day, my desire for comfort, my search for comfort literally almost crushed me. And the same thing happens in our lives. There's things in our lives that we have placed in our lives that we have designated as comfort, that we have said will finally be the fix to my anxiety, that are actually the thing that are causing more anxiety. It's actually the thing that's crushing you. And what you don't realize is that Jesus is there at the truck going, don't do that. That's not good. That's not gonna help. Stand up, back away, put the wrench down, drop the alcohol, drop the gossip, drop the spending, drop the pornography. Stop, it's not working. The pills are not working. The anti-anxiety drugs are not working. And he's going, just turn to me. Just listen. Just obey what I told you to do. I know you didn't want to quit your job six months ago when I told you to do it. But do it. I know you didn't want to break up with that girl. But do it. I know you, you don't think you can ever beat this alcohol addiction, but you can. And Jesus is 
at the door. The scripture says that Jesus is knocking, and Revelation says he is knocking, and he will walk into the house of whosever door opens. And let me tell you this, when Jesus walks in your house, it will never be the same. You cannot allow the Holy Spirit to walk into your life and not be transformed and not let your mind be renewed. And so this is the thought that I would end, I would end this podcast with, is turn this podcast off and evaluate the things in your life that are crushing you. Let me tell you what was crushing me. What was crushing me was a bad relationship that I shouldn't have been in. What was crushing me was not being in the will of God. What was crushing me was not being obedient to the things he had clearly spoken for me to do, and I was doing the opposite. What was crushing me was my battle with lust and pornography. What was crushing me was me thinking that shoes and spending was gonna fix things. What was crushing me was me thinking that performing better and being better at everything than everybody and looking a certain way was gonna be the fix those were crushing me and all of them were lies that were gonna promise comfort and never did there's things in your life that are causing you anxiety and i want to pause for a sec because this is not a blanket statement so many people struggle with anxiety for other reasons there could be a spirit of anxiety attacking you um it could be the enemy attacking you there could be uh you could be in bondage it could be a generational curse and there's spiritual things to help fix that there could be there even could be a chemical um malfunction or misfiring happening inside your brain i understand those things i'm not attacking those things i believe jesus can heal all of those things and if you believe that as well i believe that the lord wants to I believe you don't need to be on anti-anxiety medication forever. The Lord can heal that. I believe that the Lord can, re- can rewire your brain. I believe that the Lord can break generational curses. I believe that the enemy uh, has to bow at the feet of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, and cannot attack you when you use your authority. I believe you can do all those things. But I also believe there's very, there's very natural things happening in your life that are also causing you those things. It's negative self-talk. It's the, it's the weird comfort we find in talking negatively to ourselves. You know exactly what I'm talking about. There's this weird comfort because it's a pattern we've fallen into. It's something that we're used to, to look in the mirror and go, you're not pretty. You're not good enough. You look fat today. It's a weird comfort for us. It is. It's a weird comfort to watch pornography. It's a weird comfort to smoke until you can't think straight. It's a weird comfort to drink until you can't feel. It's a weird comfort to spend all your money you don't have to look a certain way that never affects you. If you think about it, it's all really weird. It all doesn't make any sense. And so I want to encourage you, uh, make a list of those things that you think, hey, these things might actually be where I'm putting more of my faith and desire for comfort. Like these things are actually the things that I think are going to cure me or actually going to be the fix. And I actually haven't put my faith in Jesus. And begin to write those things down. Make a list. It's, it's simple. You can make a list on your phone. You can make a list in your head. You might even right now be thinking about the thing in your life, the couple things in your life that may be causing you anxiety. Yeah, God did tell me to quit my job. Yeah, God did tell me to get out of this relationship. Yeah, God did tell me to move. Yeah, God did tell me to stay, and I did move. God, there's those things that you know, that whether you're out of obedience, whether you're out of the will of God, or whether you're focusing on things and doing things that are actually not productive to your life. Psalms 4 Seven or four eight says, In peace I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. And I don't know if the same happens to you, but for me, when I read that, I just feel the peace of Jesus. 
In peace, I will lie down and sleep. Peace and your fix for anxiety is often found not in doing more. It's not found in performing better. It's found in rest. It's found in contentment. It's found in trusting Jesus. It's found in believing that he has the best for your life. It's found in not rush, but rest. It's found at the feet of him. It's found in slowing down. It's found in implementing a Sabbath into your life. It's found in not letting the people or the things saying you're not doing enough speed up, talk to you, and torment you. It's about moving at the pace of grace with Jesus. For you alone, Lord, will keep me safe. And the last thing I say, I will say is believing truly that Jesus is your safety, that Jesus is your comfort, that Jesus is your strong fortress, that Jesus is your shield, will bring a, a level of safety to your life and peace beyond understanding that's almost impossible to describe. Because when I realized in my life that I wasn't taking care of the phys- my physical. I wasn't taking care of my spiritual. I w- had a bunch of things in my life that I had believed were comfort, but were actually crushing me. And I was outside the will of God. What I needed was a safe place to run. And what I realized is that in times when I was worried and I was stressed, I didn't know who I was. Jesus wasn't worried. Jesus wasn't stressed, and he knew exactly who I was. And he had a place for me to come and come into safety and comfort. Because the Bible says that Jesus is our great comforter, that he is the one that will comfort us in times of trials and suffering. And so I want to just leave this podcast and encourage you and say there's comfort for you. Anxiety is not who you are. It is not your DNA. You are not an anxious person. You are not just this way. Your parent, my dad was this way, so I'm this way. No. Your father in heaven is who your real father is. Your father in heaven has renewed and rebought your DNA with a price, and that price is the blood of Jesus, and it has healed you and made you whole. And through renewing your mind and believing and walking in that truth and that awareness of the Holy Spirit, I believe you can break off the chains of anxiety because Jesus already did it. Let me pray for y'all and we'll close this, this episode. Lord, thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for every single listener. Father, right now I just break off anxiety in the name of Jesus, Lord. I just want it. Lord, allow this truth to bleed into and, and, and permeate the hearts and the minds of every single listener If they believe in you, if they call you their Lord and Savior, you have already beaten anxiety in their life. You have already broken off the chains of anxiety in their life. They are no longer bound. And so, Jesus, right now in the name of Jesus, I rebuke the enemy. I rebuke Satan in the name of Jesus and anything that is attacking or plaguing them spiritually. Lord, I release them into physical health spiritual and mental health in the name of Jesus, Father. And I just pray right now that they would even begin to see the picture of chains falling off them. They're already unlocked. They just need to know how to take them off. 
Holy Spirit, allow them to renew their minds, to think in the mind of Christ, and to know you intimately. Uh, I just pray over the weeks, Father, would you bless them? Uh, Would you do exceedingly and abundantly more in your name? Jesus, we love you so much. Amen. Hey, thank you so much for listening to to today's episode. I don't know what I said. I kind of rambled, and I spoke a lot out of my own experiences with anxiety. I don't have all the answers. I'm not a professional, but these are the things that I realized in my life were helping me or are going to hurt me. And so I wanted to share, uh, and I want you to know you're not alone. There's people just like you. I was, I was there once walking in the same way, but I can confidently say there's healing for you, and you're not going to be like this forever. I believe even today something broke off your life. And you're going to step into newness, fullness, and freedom in the name of Jesus. I love y'all. Hey, just let you know, go buy merch. CadenFabrizio.com. Click shop. Get yourself a t-shirt, a hat, a hoodie. It's really cold everywhere right now, even in California. So get a hoodie. Get a t-shirt. Get a hat. Maybe buy one as a gift. Um, subscribe if you can. And share this episode with somebody you know who maybe struggles with anxiety. Again, I don't have all the, the fixes for you. Well, I do. It's Jesus. All the fixes, Jesus. But I, I just spoke out of my experience. So uh, hopefully this podcast encouraged you. It helped you. Um, and then lastly, a big shout out to Life Audio. If you like questions with Caden and you want other faith-based podcasts, go to lifeaudio.com. They have so many options. They have like parenting podcasts. They have history podcasts, like biblical history podcasts. They have uh, like like Christian comedy podcasts. They, they have it all. So go to lifeaudio.com. Check them out. You're going to love them because I love them too. They're great people. They believe in the kingdom. And uh, yeah, go check them out, lifeaudio.com. I love y'all. Um, we have an episode coming out next week as well. And then, uh, we have our, uh, bye week, which is our recap week. And then another new episode there. That's something I want to, I want to like touch on real fast too, before we close. I know today's all over the place, but I kind of like it. It kind of just feels like we're hanging out. Um, the schedule for questions with Kate in season two, we haven't got to do much housekeeping because we haven't done like a, a solo episode. So the first solo episode, I'm like, Hey, let's talk about some stuff. Um, new scheduling for the season two is going to be as follows. There will be three episodes a month now. You asked for it, you got it. So what we're going to do is the first two weeks of every month, there will be a podcast. There will be two weeks on, a week off, and then the fourth week of the month, there'll be a third podcast. So that off week, we're calling it recap week. And so I encourage you, I'll be posting content that week from all the podcasts, past podcasts, maybe even future, yeah, all past podcasts, um, and I'll encourage you during that week to go listen to podcasts you missed, listen to podcasts that encourage you, you should listen to again, Um, go check out the episodes we have, you probably missed one. That recap week is kind of a week to help you kind of catch up and make sure you didn't miss anything, and then we go back to new podcasts. So essentially how how it ends up being is it ends up being three podcasts, three new podcasts, break, three new podcasts, break, three new podcasts, break, three new podcasts, break. So uh, yeah. I hope that makes sense. I don't have a better way of explaining it than that. But hey, I love you guys a ton. I'm grateful for every single one of you listeners. Um, And I'm praying for your week, truly. I can actually do that. So uh, I love you guys a ton. And I'll catch y'all in the next one. Love you. Have you ever attempted to read the entire Bible? Did you do it or did you only make it part way? 
I'm John Stonge, and I host a podcast that will make it possible for you to make it through the entire Bible, one chapter at a time. I've been hosting the Chapter a Day Audio Bible Podcast since 2015, and every single day of the week, I read one chapter of Scripture, then follow that up with a time of prayer. And if you're looking for daily insights and inspiration directly from God's Word, I hope you'll give the Chapter a Day Audio Bible a listen. You can find it at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.